Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 109. Mindfulness Meditation for Your Exact Life Stage by Karim Bajaj of KarimBajaj.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, Life Optimizers. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily. And I'm Justin Mollick, here to read you the best content I can find on personal development and more. And today, I have a brand new author to join Optimal Living Daily, and that is Karan Bajaj. He's a New York-based, number one best-selling Indian novelist with over 200,000 copies in print and with two novels optioned into major films. He and his wife actually took a sabbatical from their jobs and traveled from Europe to India by road without possessions and then learned yoga and meditation in the Himalayas for a year. So this is someone I trust knows what he's talking about when it comes to meditation. He has a new novel based on that exact experience. It's coming out in May, published through Random House. It's called The Yoga of Max's Discontent. And he has a great pre-order promotion to go with it. If you pre-order the book, you'll get access to his meditation course, a nutrition guide, and a video course on quitting sugar, which is all normally sold for over $200. But again, it's free if you pre-order his book. And you can do that through his site. I've created a short link. You can visit oldpodcast.com slash yoga, and I'll take you there. And I don't get anything by mentioning this. It's just I truly believe it's going to be a great book. And if you're interested in learning more about meditation, his course that he's giving away with it is definitely going to be a great start for you. And I think that's enough of an intro. Let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Mindfulness Meditation for Your Exact Life Stage by Karan Bajaj of KaranBajaj.com I started mindfulness meditation in 2008, sitting cross-legged to watch the arising and passing of my thoughts. It was a lie. The truth was, I didn't want my thoughts to pass. I had so much to prove to the world. I wanted to get a worldwide book deal. I wanted to become a CEO. I wanted to backpack around the world. For months, I struggled until I read more and switched to a concentration-based meditation approach. Immediately, something clicked. I'd meditate for only 30 minutes, but would feel the effects for the rest of the day. I wasn't checking Facebook and Quora in the middle of work. I didn't get up every five minutes to get coffee. I was sharper, more productive, and everything. Now, many years later, my meditation practice has changed again to mindfulness meditation. And that's how meditation works. 
Don't get sucked into writing in gratitude journals and burning incense sticks and repeating, quote, I'm complete or, quote, I love myself affirmations if you aren't there yet. Change how you meditate based on where you are in life as below. How to meditate based on your life stage. I find the most complete definition of life in the Yoga Sutras. First, evolution, then, involution. Like an eagle, first you flap your wings high, as high as you can flap them, then you bring them down gracefully. How do you know which phase you're in? Evolution, growth. You're thirsty for experiencing the world to the fullest. Travel, advancement, success, family, starting your own company, meeting new people, getting new perspectives, etc. Involution, silence. The world starts to lose its pull. Something always seems missing, even in moments of great achievement. You crave a deeper, more permanent reality, but not in a static, depressive way, more as an active quest. In 2008, I wanted to be the CEO of Procter & Gamble. Now, I want to get nowhere at all, just dissolve myself in my work every day so I have no sense of self left. Then, I took a sabbatical and backpacked across South America and Central Asia, hungry to see every notable place in every country. Now, when Carrie and I travel, you'll have to pay us to see a museum or a cathedral. We spent most of 2013 in forest ashrams and silent meditation retreats. Then, I was an extrovert. Now, I have nothing to say, no opinions to offer, and talk more about life with Leela, our 20-month-old daughter, and Coconut, our pup, than with real people. You change, and your meditation practice should reflect where you are. Concentration-based meditation approaches, mantra, image, or breath, are excellent for the evolution or growth phases of life. You learn focus, concentration, single-mindedness, everything you need to achieve your goals in this world with excellence. Insight meditation approaches, vipassana or mindfulness, work for the involution phase as they help you observe how transient your obsessive worldly thought patterns are and break free from them. Defining types, the pyramid of meditative experience. In every ashram or meditation retreat, you meet people who are in neither evolution nor involution stage. They're stuck. They don't like their jobs, their credit card bills are piling, their parents didn't love them, their fiancé doesn't understand them, their pet parrot died. Learning meditation is a noble idea, but know this. Meditation will not help with personal drama. The foundation of meditation is morality or love. Without a basic level of love for yourself and a result others, you'll never shift focus away from yourself, the basic requisite of meditation. Over time, your meditation practice should evolve like this. And there's a pyramid with morality at the base, followed by concentration meditation, then insight mindfulness meditation, and finally enlightenment at the top of the pyramid. Of course, it's never as simplistic as this. Each stage has stages within it, and you can keep going up and down the ladder, but a quick, broad definition is below. Morality. Morality is basic self-love and love for others, so you're approaching meditation from a position of some mental stability. You can learn morality by leveraging the abundant self-help industry resources, love yourself, practice gratitude, follow your dreams kind of stuff, or skip it entirely if you don't have any personal drama that needs resolution. Concentration-based meditation. Once you're not obsessed with yourself, you're ready to start concentration-based meditation. The basic construct here is that you're training your mind to go from scattered to one-pointed by concentrating on an object external to your mind, be it your breath, a mantra, an image, or a deity. Within six months' time of practicing concentration-based meditation, you should see a tangible difference in your performance in the world. In my case, I was suddenly able to calculate numbers faster than before, among other things, so I knew my focus and attention was improving. 
insight-based meditation, or mindfulness meditation. With the one point in mind, you become mindful of reality as it is, the constant, helpless arising and passing away of thoughts. Anger arises, then disappears. Lust arises, then disappears. Happiness arises, then disappears. Now when I sit down and meditate, here's what happens. A stray thought arises, quote, I want my book to be a bestseller, unquote. I make a mental note. The thought goes away. Then, quote, I should take up that job, unquote. Noted, gone. Quote, Jason shouldn't have said that, unquote. Noted, gone. Quote, Leela's cough medicine is in my coat, unquote. Noted, gone. You're just aware, observing this constant arising and passing of thoughts without judgment, without getting sucked into them and reacting to them, and understanding that slowly creeps into every phase of your life. Enlightenment. Months, years, perhaps lifetimes of insight meditation later, a deep visceral realization arises that all that exists is the arising and passing of thoughts. There's no permanent self at all, just selfless phenomena, happiness, anger, love, sorrow, desire, lust. Everything you experience is passing phenomena. Your sense of static self, the I, the experiencer, dissolves so that there's no difference between the observer and the observed. Everything is just one blank. Fill in the blank with God, Brahman, Chanyata, Nothingness, Purusha, Tao, Consciousness, Energy, Awareness, whatever your mystical tradition says. They're all fingers pointing to the same moon, though I like Nagarjuna's definition the best since it acknowledges the unacknowledgeable nature of the ultimate reality. Quote, It both exists and does not exist. It neither exists nor doesn't exist. Unquote. I meditate. Why am I still not happy? Have you truly internalized these two realities of the human experience? Number one, impermanence. Every thought, every emotion, every experience that arises will pass. Are you still trying to hold on to the pleasant ones? Number two, incompleteness. The relative pre-enlightenment reality we're living in will always be incomplete. Are you falsely assuming a baby, a new friend, a job, or a best-selling book will complete you? Without acceptance of the limitations of the human experience, you'll keep chasing the infinite in a finite world rather than looking for completeness within. That's why most self-help books fail. No gratitude diary and affirmation practice can mask the truth of our incompleteness. Nor should they because a thoughtful inquiry about happiness starts from accepting that discontent. In summary, what is the purpose of life? Evolution, then involution. Be in each phase completely. Push the boundaries of experience in the growth phase. Turn inward and experience deep silence when going within. Meditating is your companion in both stages. Will you join me in maintaining a steady practice in 2016? You just listened to the post titled Mindfulness Meditation for Your Exact Life Stage by Karan Bajaj of karanbajaj.com. Having meditated for many years of my life, I thought this was an excellent post, and I'm sure his meditation course covers it in even more detail. You can get the course for free, along with other gifts totaling over $200 in savings if you pre-order his novel, The Yoga of Max's Discontent. You can visit oldpodcast.com yoga to check it out. Again, I don't receive anything out of it. I just truly believe that this man knows what he's talking about. If you want to support this show, you can visit oldpodcast.com and contribute any amount you like to keep the podcast alive. You can also join my mailing list and be entered to win a book, which is happening in just three days. You have to join before Friday to have a chance to win. So to join, you can visit oldpodcast.com 
or you can text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. And that's 109 episodes down. I'll be back with an episode of Wellness Wednesday tomorrow. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Optimal Living Daily.